0: So in 200 years of cinema, they haven't created a better word for the word action. But we're, we were trying tonight to figure this out. Uh, there's a director that says, fuck me. There's a director that says, thrill me. And then I was just thinking about one of Jordan's favorite shows. Uh, I Like Euphoria, that totally seems like a show where they, they break down the actors with every take. Like, okay, if you're not crying. We're not rolling. If somebody's not about to have an emotional breakdown, there's no point to even be here today. And get naked, by the way. Like, why are we? Why do we still have clothes on? Yeah, I hear the not. scene is calls for the most rawness we could possibly be. What's in the contract? Let's go to the contract. David, do you have the contract?
1: It says um, having our counsel emotions. Right <laughs> Is that is that what E40 is? Just a bunch of naked
0: young people? Uh, now, what you don't see, folks, is Dave is now <laughs> clicking his DVR to make sure he gets all of them episodes. Now <laughs> it's
1: like for DVR. What are uh, you talking about? I got HBO Max. <laughs> all this. Oh, he's yeah.
0: on the HBO Max. He's just got to put it into his playlist. Oh man,
2: there is a lot of nudity, but yeah,
0: for artistic purposes. Actually, no. The controversy right now in the news is like, did they really need to be naked for that? ice cream social scene yeah, i'm actually i'm like a lot. very many episodes behind i'm uh i'm actually still in the first season so
2: it's good it's good for sure but there is a lot of talk right now between like creative differences between some of the female cast hmm. and the director so and he seems receptive to some but not to others so it's just interesting to see what's been playing out and like how certain roles have changed over the last two seasons, but still fantastic. Left us on a cliffhanger this week, so uh, to be continued. And I'm like about to
0: flip over a table, but you know we're here.
1: uh I check it out at any
0: recommendation. i Well, maybe cover your ears, David, because I'm about to spoil Euphoria right now. <laughs> well, I've got cans on my ears. How the running, the, well, the running theory is that she's already dead, and we're hearing this all playback in memory um but she's like what she left like overdosed in a tub right is that where she, she is She
2: no she's like sober right now in the episode so that's not necessarily yeah. that wouldn't be like a good theory unless she's just
0: well somebody spoiled something of me and said that somebody juices her with like morphine or heroin while she's in a tub or something i'm like what
2: yeah that was a Here scene and it was traumatic like just bad yeah oh I know, like. I know what this messed. series is like You know what this series is
0: like. David, what is that movie where it's where it's um, Jared Leto's arm gets infected and he's like a heroin junkie? Oh, Requiem for a Dream. Yeah, that's what the show. That's what the show is, David. You should much definitely put this into that's your a,
1: into your queue. I like I said, I I saw who directed it or who created it, and he made a movie I absolutely hated. So I kind of stayed away from it. But mm-hmm. all I hear is so mm-hmm. many people talk about this show. So I'm like, all right, maybe maybe I got to check it out.
0: Maybe. Yeah.
2: It's almost like that movie, but completely drawn out over two seasons hour long episodes. This, so
1: well, if it's anything like Assassination Nation, I just like I don't know if I want to bother. I just because that the problem with that movie I had is nobody was likable. like there there are quote unquote heroines and I could like I wish they would have all died. I just didn't care. They were evil, mm-hmm. ugly people, right. And if this shows anything like that, I'm like, do I want to spend two seasons with people I hate? I think what the
2: show, right. What the show does really well is like every person has like their issues, right. Or they're dealing with mm. something either traumatic or like it's insane, but I think they do a good job of you liking all of the characters. And so you have like empathy towards each person, although that they're going through either something right. that you don't like, or they're going through something hard. And so you can like empathize, but um Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to watch the one that you just mentioned because I'll see if I like it or not. And then,
0: and then tell you. Well,
1: (laughs) the key word you used there was empathy. Like, I felt no empathy for the characters in that movie. Um, So maybe he learned there, he or she, I don't remember who the creator Mm -hmm. is, but um, Mm -hmm. maybe they learned their lesson from the movie. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Could be. All right. So before we discuss uh, tonight's movies or movies um because we might be talking about a couple things folks um let's go to some home video headlines uh first up is they narrowed down the title of the new beavis and butthead movie it's beavis and butthead do the universe a judge is going to send the boys to space camp in 98 they go through a black hole of course they wake up in modern day and paramount plus is billing it as the dumbest space movie ever it
1: sounds like a cross between uh, Beeves and Butt-Head do America and Idiocracy, which makes sense because it's all Mike Judge, but I'm in. Mm. <laughs> Paramount Plus is going to get me for one month subscription for that.
2: Yeah, for sure. I was watching one of their promotional videos for it and it was hilarious because it was the two of them like in a Zoom conference with each other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was so funny. And the article I read was kind of like doing the same thing of like taking the article, but putting the humor of like the show or the movie in, in it, the article that was written, it was pretty good. So
0: oh, that's funny. Yeah. And then stranger things is going to do that thing where they chop up the seasons. Like they just did with Ozarks. I guess Netflix is going to do stranger things season four, but in two parts, one comes out in May, one comes out in July. Uh, These season breaks kind of make me frustrated. I mean like Netflix's model is here's the whole season. Enjoy it. Watch it as fast as you can. It'll get in the top tens. People will be talking about it for a week. And now it seems like they want to almost assimilate the HBO Max model, which is one episode at a time. Doesn't matter where you're watching it. You only get one. We'll be back next week with another one, you know, kind of thing.
1: Honestly, I prefer I feel like... that. I, I wish they would go to week to week, to be honest with you. Really? That's what I'm why? saying. Like,
2: why do it in between? Like, why break it up into two separate seasons? Like, do one or the other? Just binge the whole thing or don't, you know? And release it one week at a time. I like both, but it makes me angry that it's like. Oh, two
0: so you're parts. saying, like, let's if we're gonna go the traditional TV model, let's do one a week until the whole season is done, yeah. yes. not broken into two parts of the same season. Because especially what you're doing is like here's season four and four and a half is more like. You could just call that five and then say your final season is six. Like you know, these, like in between numbers. It's you know, it's like whatever. Complete.
1: I mean, I do find it weird that there's such a small break in between two parts. I mean, that's where I'm like, we'll just release it all at once. Um
0: It'll like, like, I don't it, understand what logical
1: way? reason there is for that.
0: Well, it's probably the shoot what happened with the shooting, right? They probably they were probably shooting episodes, then the pandemic shut them down, and then they had to resume finalizing the episodes, right? So I mean, I but, suppose, uh, but, but I, I don't mean, know.
1: you know, you could have editors working around the clock. I mean, the footage is already shot,
0: um, unless
1: special effects.
0: I don't know. Um, yeah, Dave, we have the technology to put your face on any tiny dog that we need to to complete Stranger Things season four. <laughs> um, J.J. Abrams is actually going back to Star Trek. He's apparently rounding up Chris Pine and the crew that's con- in the. All right. This is very weird. You have to be like a super Trekkie fan or just at least keeping up with the new TV shows and the movies. The Chris Pine crew that were just in the most recent live-action movies exist in their own universe. They're not considered Star Trek canon. They're in something called the Kelvin universe, which is the name of the ship that was disrupted in the first movie by a time-traveling Romulan, if that makes any sense. Eric Bana played the villain in the first Chris Pine Star Trek from, like, 2009, and you know change the how things happen for a crooked i clearly i'm the only star trek fan on the show people are looking at me with dead eyes no, <laughs> i, 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 mean, uh, I, oh, I, I ha, have show. a very
1: small minor yeah,
0: so, uh, no that makes
1: sense i mean it's it, this in its own universe i mean how how hard is that i mean that's what a lot of the i mean i i don't know i guess i'm not the star trek person let's see because i can't even say what the right term is uh I don't know. That makes sense to me. It's like fan fiction. Like, okay, it takes place in this universe, but it's, you know, these character. I mean, even though I guess it is Kirk and Spock, but I don't know.
0: It makes it's sense Chris, to me. I got it. Chris Pine is pretty good in these movies, and I, I, I don't know. I like Chris Pine in just about everything. Horrible Bosses 2. Have you guys seen that? I couldn't <laughs> get through that one, and I love the first one. All right. Forget it. I'll just. Move but I, on. Do like Trek, <laughs> I do like these. I do
1: like the his versions of the Star Trek movies. Um,
0: yeah, they're pretty good. For non Star Trek people, they're pretty good.
1: And to get I'm a really Star, Star Trek Star. person, so that's why I guess I kind of like them.
0: Um, there's rumors floating around of a true detective season four.
1: Sure, why not? I'm game. I, I love the HBO model, which is like nothing is ever truly dead. I mean, like, mm. look how many years there are between Kirby or Enthusiasm episodes. So, that it, it totally makes sense that you could dust off a true detective after three or four or five, whatever years of spin.
0: Well, they all, well, they're, they're like different
2: every season, too. So, like, why not? Yeah. Right. Yeah. And But I don't, I actually was checking it out. I don't think I saw the third season. So, I'm excited because I'm like, now I have another thing to binge.
1: <laughs> the third um, season mm. picked up again after the, the second season everybody beats up on it was just boring it wasn't terrible it was just completely compared agree. to that after that the rush of that first season it was such a letdown.
2: what about the first season was a letdown?
1: No the second season was okay, a letdown I was because say, the first one was so good It
2: was so good so good yeah. like one of my favorite Matthew McConaughey performances for sure so but I agree the second was it was like just not on the same level so I'd be curious I'm down first season four let's go.
0: They almost got it like an unofficial season four. If you talk, if you include Mar of Town, which is also on HBO, it's it's like a very yeah. true detective type deal. Very, yeah,
1: I would agree. I just got. But
0: Dave was talking about one. the notorious season two. I almost opened the show talking about Tyler Kitch's curse. He's a good actor, but he has like a string of bad luck in movies. He was in um, *Friday Night Lights*, and then he had like three movies that came out at the same time that bombed at the box office. He had. Um, john carter or john, yeah, carter john carter of mars battleship uh, and uh oh and savages which is like a crime movie and then he's in the he's in season two of true detective and if you literally google is tyler kitch cursed you know what comes back <laughs> it, there's literally an article called is tyler kitch cursed 10 actors uh let's see 10 actors who should give up or is there a friday night <laughs> curse like i guess the actors on that show don't do well when they want other things and then the last one is like tyler Kitch. why is he not in big big budget movies anymore uh well, listen after three he, bombs in a row <laughs> he's
2: like he's only in one iconic movie in my opinion but that's because i was a young S-Men, person War, in the you early you no in the early really? 2000 uh, john tucker must die
0: oh yeah he's also uh, in that that movie as well
2: and it's so cute you know what like
0: he's like the best actor that gets i don't know if he had like who was making decisions for him or what happens but like he's not bad it just none of this stuff really pans out for him like he actually there's one thing all those should have been hits like that wasn't his listen battleship is a guilty pleasure for me battleship is a guilty pleasure all right fair enough um it's based on a board (laughs) game david (laughs) <laughs> no, I get it. I mean, it just,
1: even outside of that, I just, it didn't look up my alley anyway, you look at
0: it. Well, these aliens trap a couple battleships in the ocean, and then they have to play a strategy, like a strategy game, similar to the, the actual game, to try to Are defeat the aliens. I, I, just thought it was just a, I just thought it was just a, uh,
1: like, submarine or a battleship this movie. This
0: is a crack open an 18-pack, awesome. or get high with your buddies and watch Battleship. Is that kind of night, all right? It's actually pretty entertaining, but... I think he's redeemable. And did you guys ever see the Waco Texas miniseries where he plays uh, David Koresh? I He did that it. thing is off. like phenomenal. Like you watch yeah. that movie and you go, or you watch that miniseries and you go like, wow, he's making me feel bad for David Koresh. Like, and I have never even considered David Koresh until like I watched his performance in this show. So that's something worth checking out. And um there's another good actor in there, but we're going off topic. I already said I was going to get ready for tonight's movie, and I didn't. I just kept going because that's what happens. Um, tonight's movie is Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, and if we have time, we're going to cram in Netflix's Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022, uh, we'll the year that time. we're currently in, not to date the show, but welcome <laughs> to the present-time future. Uh, maybe, maybe I'm in a tub overdosing, and this is all fantasy. <laughs> it's all in my dying brain. Tonight, it sounded like we went to the Rockies and cracked open a course. That's what it <laughs> sounded like there at the end. Just right back to the... one of us is in the River. Rockies, technically, geographically. Close by the Rockies, anyway.
2: Yeah, I actually think that they moved the brewery from Colorado, so it's really not water from the Colorado Rockies anymore. You're so... breaking
0: my heart, Jordan. Yeah. I was telling
2: a Sorry, beer story. Sorry to just completely ruin your whole... We're
0: having all the beer talk on the wrong episode. Shouldn't that have been last
2: week? Yeah, Drinking Did we buddies.
0: not have enough beer talk sure. on the episode called Drinking Buddies? Whoops. David, you're supposed to be on top of that shit. What's wrong with you? <laughs> all right. Sorry. Uh, tonight's movie, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies, in the 19th century, a mysterious plague has turned the English countryside into a war zone. No one is safe as the dead come back to terrorize the land. Fate leads Elizabeth Bennet who's a master of martial arts and weaponry, naturally, to join forces with Mr. Darcy, who's a handsome but arrogant gentleman. Elizabeth can't stand Darcy, but respects his skills as a zombie killer, casting aside their personal differences they unite into one blood-soaked battlefield to save their country. Um, David loves the movie so much, he's ready to talk about some facts from the zombie (laughs) movie.
1: I mean, I guess it's technically a zombie movie. It's in the title, and there were... Zombies in it. I don't know how much credit I give it. Um, <laughs> uh, so the idea for the novel actually came uh, from Seth Graham Green, or excuse me, Seth Graham Smith's editor, who thought it would be interesting to add zombie and ninja elements to classic novels. So the, the novel was written by um, the author started by reading the novel and would just add zombie elements and things throughout it. Like, you know, if you've ever read it or read part of it, it follows very much the original text, but with added elements. <laughs> um, so this this thing had like a hard time finding a director. It actually uh, had many directors attached at some point or another, such as David Russell, Mike White, Mike Newell, David Slade, Neil Marshall, Matt Reeves, Jonathan Demi, and uh, the, the guys Chris Lord and Phil Miller. Um, but finally went to Brett Spurs. I, for, I already forgot the director's name, but went to somebody who I not had had not heard of before. Um, Natalie Portman was actually supposed to originally play Elizabeth Bennett, but scheduling issues prevented her from playing the role. And, but she ended up staying on as a producer. Uh, So talk about a bad day on set. Um, There was a scene where uh, Lily James, who plays Elizabeth Bennett was walking through an area full of dead zombies. And she was told to step on a zombie head. Well, when she did this, the entire crew and everybody frozen terror. Cause she'd actually stepped on an extras head. So that was not good for that person. <laughs> uh, and the movie was a box office bomb only making 16 million against a budget of 28. And that does not include advertising. So they, you will not be seeing a sequel to this. Anytime I feel in like future.
0: when you don't, when David doesn't like the movie, he points out the box office numbers. <laughs> Pretty much, Well, and it was, I mean, I remember.
2: Yeah.
0: I remember actually being excited
1: for this movie, and I don't even think it played near me. Like, it just didn't do very well.
0: <laughs> mm. uh, Seth Graham Smith, you have to give him a lot of credit, though. You know he was one of the writers of the Batman Lego movie. Oh, it's, LEGO well, Batman. he also wrote... Um, He's writing the uh, new Beetlejuice. He's writing the oh, official well, that Beetlejuice makes sen-
1: part, two. Well, that makes sense. He wrote Dark Shadows for Tim Burton. and uh, Yeah, he
0: wrote the Vampire. And, movie Vampire and Ab- Abraham
1: Lincoln Vampire Wilson. Hunter was his novel.
0: So... He- Yeah, so stop right there. He has these couple amazing novels, including Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. And then he wrote the screenplay for a movie called Get... You ready for the title, David? Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter.
1: In 3D. Have you seen this movie? I saw it opening weekend in theaters in 3D. And
0: Like, if you want to know the history of Abraham Lincoln's fighting vampires as the president of the United States, you watch this historically accurate documentary. (laughs) (laughs) I mean everything you see on the screen is real people. I don't know what you've been taught where you grew up, but um his other novel, which hasn't been adapted, probably because it might be too controversial, but it's about like the the wise men back in the biblical times, you know, fighting all kinds yeah. of crazy demons and like helping baby Jesus. It's called Unholy Night. That's actually it's a pretty good book.
1: Jeez. I don't know if it was his, but I know there was also uh during the let's adapt crazy things in the classics phase, there was also sense and sensibility and sea monsters. I don't know if that was his.
0: But they didn't make that, right? Was that like a... That was a
1: novel, but they did not make it into a movie. Uh-huh. Probably because this one did not do very well.
0: At first, I thought he was the guy that did World War Z with Brad Pitt, but that turns out to be Max Brooks, which is...
1: Mel Brooks' Mel Brooks's
0: son. But it's a similar taste. Same kind of thing.
1: Uh, okay, so it shows show, you can't always do big-budget zombie movies. It's just something gets lost.
0: Well, you're saying if you don't have a big budget, you don't do the zombies, or...?
1: I I just it feels like because you just mentioned World War Z, which triggered me, it just feels like this and World War Z, like the bigger the budget, the more studio, the project, it just doesn't work for me as a zombie movie. Like the the last big budget zombie movie that I think worked is probably the Dawn of the Dead remake. Hmm. You know,
0: because any I I don't know that still localizes it keeps in the mall pretty much.
1: Yeah, I don't know if that was an yeah. independent production that got bought by a studio, but, like, that's the last big budget one I can think of that works.
0: Hmm. So, Jordan, in terms of movies with brain-eating, do you like a lot of brain-eating or very <laughs> small-budget brain-eatings? Well, like, your
2: guys' conversation had my wheels turning. I was like, how many zombie movies have I actually seen? And I thought a lot, but I guess none of them are, like, really, like, maybe super either memorable or, like, make mm. make the list for what I watch every year. Um, yeah. So I guess a oh, lot. So you're saying you don't watch Zombie little.
1: Christmas Carol every year?
2: <laughs> you know, my favorite <laughs> zombie movie would probably be Paranorman, and it's a claymation, and
1: it's so I'll cute. I'll give that to you so that movie good. holds up so well i just watched it like a <laughs> halloween <laughs> or two
0: ago rare yes. movies that's good for kids and adults like yeah. it's fascinating yes. enough for all yeah. ages which doesn't happen very much very often i watch it
2: every year so <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah
1: Thing. so i guess did you have any favorite bits huh bits in this movie Wow. Yeah. Jordan? Yeah. I
2: loved uh, the sisters when they were like in the, you know, basement, if you will, call it that, or like underneath the house and they're like doing the fighting scene with each other, trying to talk about Mr. Darcy and Mr. Bingley. And I just loved this scene because they have this dialogue and they're also training, right? They're like beating the shit out of each other. And I read in the, you know, trivia as well, is that all of the girls do their own stunts, all the sisters. Mm. And oh, so they really trained cool. for the movie for, like, five weeks. And so I thought that was awesome. I'm always a fan of when the girls get to have weapons or guns mm. or <laughs> knives and, like, kick major ass. So, um, yeah, favorite bit right there. What that, about you, Dave?
1: That uh, Yeah, you just kind of summed up, like, that's... There's a sub-genre I call, I tell my wife because my wife is like you. She loves any woman, where, you know, where any movie where a woman kicks ass, like I always have to say, Hey honey, do you want to watch a new woman kick an ass movie? Like that's what we deem them in our house. Um,
2: Right. I love that. Yeah. I would
1: agree with you that any, any scene where they, they all have to get together. Um, I really love the opening, the opening titles to this, the, uh, the cutout animation. Um, I kind of wish there was more sequences like that, but uh, I, that really impressed me. Um, and, And I did like, even though I've never actually watched a, a version of sense or excuse me, not sense and sensibility, but pride and prejudice, I know the basic beats and, mm. and I did love just some of the, like there did seem to be an added weight to her saying like, no, I'm going to marry for love. Like knowing that she can also kick the shit out of a zombie, you know? Mm. Um, right. So, uh, you know, for some reason that, that made me buy it. I, would, I, you know, uh, the acting, I mean, this movie is really well done. I mean, all you know, we'll, we'll talk about her ratings later, but I mean, you, you can't say that people didn't, you know, give it weight to their acting and they didn't, you know, half-ass it. So I'll give them that. Uh, John?
0: Well, I, I mean, I guess I'm gonna just like, uh, back up what you guys said about um, the charm school f- for the young women in this movie, instead of like learning about tea and politeness is Kung Fu. Their charm school is essentially Kung Fu, right? So uh, that's pretty interesting element. Um, this is Lily James, who's in t- uh, Pam and Tommy, and like Yes. I guess it's like the first movie I've seen her in, but she plays the friend of the guy who's relearning all the Beatles songs because there's a movie, I think it's called Yesterday, where all the Beatles songs go oh, out of the yeah, world, yeah. and she plays like the love interest, and she's like, so she's actually like, ha- legitimately has pretty good range as an actor, and like, I think she was Cinderella
1: um, too in the.
0: She most is recent, Cinderella. Yeah, yeah. she's Disney in a one. Cinderella movie.
2: It's the most recent. Oh, yeah, Cinderella. you have to say which. Oh. The- the most the recent one, one that is Mazon
0: Cinderella or the Disney one? Because there are two the that just one from came out like five Disney years one. ago. Oh, mm-hmm. Disney. Okay. Just about everything I've seen her in, she's good in. So I don't. She might be good in that movie too. But um, <laughs> also, the Mister Darcy in this movie is really good. Like they cast him pretty well because, like, pretty sure it's book accurate. I don't know if all the characters are accurate to the book, but he's done pretty well. And then the other suitors that come in and out, I think they're also in the book. But, I mean, I haven't read Jane Austen since, like, fifth grade. So, I don't know. (laughs) I don't remember. I don't remember if it has any accuracy or whatever. But it's a cool concept take a 19th century novel and add this extra element to it. Obviously, it then becomes a parody or a farce. So, I'm sure there's a lot of, uh, like, really hardcore literary people or, like, you know, the the, uh, English aficionados are like there's there's definitely society people are like you can't do that <laughs> you know what i mean but but it's a it's a fun concept um yeah I, I guess for me i like the characters i don't necessarily like any of the setups necessarily i do like the fight on them like i love how they like have to entrench england and Lena Headley plays a minor character. She plays like the head of another household. Like she's like Mr. Darcy's aunt or whatever. Mm-hmm. She has like an eye patch. And you're wondering, yeah. like, half the movie, like, well, what's her story? You, you know what I mean? So with the eye
2: patch, but, yeah. Yeah. Story. So
0: for me, my favorite thing is the characterization and the concept, really. Um, could it be executed better? Maybe to Dave's point, mm-hmm. like, well, the box office wasn't there. <laughs> is it worth watching? Yeah, if you've watched every other zombie movie and you're just looking for something else that has an interesting twist. It's worth throwing on for 90 minutes or whatever. Um so that's favorite bits. Now it's time to rate it. We're wrapping up our season of bad romance movies with love it or hate it. I can almost bet where Dave's going with this one. Well, ladies first, Jordan.
2: Okay. I loved it. I don't know if it's because I watched Pam and Tommy. Like I've been watching Pam and Tommy, and like it kind of us watching this following Mm. the the show after the show has started i don't know if that had anything to do with it because i'm obsessed with lily james and pam and tommy um but i loved it so i'll definitely watch it again dave um
1: well i'm gonna have to i'm still gonna have to go with hate it because we're not doing any. because this one didn't
0: have any talking penises right dave no
1: (laughs) Um but I will say this um I enjoyed this more than the last time I watched it um I don't know maybe some years need to be separated but I still say I'm still leaning towards hating hating it because it has some very big tonal issues like it it I know it's walking it's walking a tightrope of trying to you know be a zombie movie and an adaptation of a John,
0: Jane Austen novel mm-hmm.
1: and it never got the tone right for me it just ne- it,
0: For either one, like it didn't do zombies right, and it didn't do Jane Austen. It didn't do zombies
1: right, and I mean, it kind of did Jane Austen right, but it just felt like the the zombie elements threw it out of whack, so it just didn't work for me. Um, and it, but I had the same problems with the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter movie. It just
0: oh, time out. (laughs) How dare you?
1: (laughs) Don't bring that into this. Well, they're from the same author, so it is fair game.
0: With one difference, he did not write the screenplay for Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. He did write the screenplay, however, for Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. So if you want to make the argument that they both suck, I could argue a little bit that like, well, if he had his hands on the screenplay, maybe it would have been a little better.
1: Yeah, but at the end of the day, the director is interpreting it and there lies the tonal issues as far as I'm concerned. And Mm neither one of them worked for me. Um, they're not like, I'm not going to go as far as saying these are bad. Mo- it's a bad movie, but it just didn't work for me. So, um, but having said that, like John said, if you've watched every other zombie movie and you
0: like Jane Austen, you know, you could do a lot worse. I wonder if that per does that person exist? Love Jane Austen novels and then also love zombie movies and then goes, Oh my gosh, <laughs> there's a movie with Jane Austen and zombies.
1: I bet you there's gotta be somebody. They're probably in
0: Texas somewhere. I don't know.
2: We might be tapping into a new new demographic of listeners this week her last Um, name
0: is austin not because of the city david oh i wasn't even making a connection i just said texas (laughs) randomly (laughs) uh we have a lot of listeners in texas so let's not piss off anybody in texas (laughs) (laughs) we love you texas i don't know why dave thinks that the only movie you want to watch is with zombies and st austin i've got
1: it i've got a niece that lives in texas now so i don't want to like piss off that state either if they go i don't know
0: anyways way off topic
2: <laughs> what about you john what, is, what what's your rating
0: oh i love it i i like i'm i seem to be rarely nominating things that i don't like we went through a year where it was like i felt like we, were, we kept getting like egg on our face because we were nominating some really outrageous movies and then we, there was no way to gauge what was going to happen and so may, maybe maybe like Okay, some people like the organic approach to the show where it's like we're all gonna be spontaneous, we're all gonna watch this movie, and then like the audience is like, What the hell is happening? Mm-hmm. And then like there's some movies that we can't we can't get behind because like it's almost like uh I can't I'm trying to think of a good example, but off the top of my head I can't think of one. But anyway, so I guess it's more I guess we're playing it more safe. We're not betting against the casino right now. Um Dave, do you have a good example of a title I'm trying to think of, like where we' We're like, ah, oh, damn. We shouldn't have watched that movie because now we have to talk about it for twenty five minutes. Uh, I mean, it's been a
1: while, but I mean, yeah. I always think of the nineteen eighties Scream. Like that was the one where we all came in, like, ah, oh, oh, that God. was rough.
0: <laughs> Jordan, we found <laughs> this movie on YouTube. This like movie, like nobody had it. We're like, cause yeah, because it was like when they were talking about making Scream Five. We're like, oh, let's do our let's do our theories on like what's going to happen in Scream Five, and then like let's let's go back and watch all the screams. Okay, sounds good. Hey guys, you know there's a movie called Scream that came out before the screens? Oh, really? Okay, let's watch that. And then find it like somebody had like recorded their t- re- t- like they recorded their it's, TV like, screen. Recorded with, like, off a-
1: cable off of VHS or no,
0: yeah. It was like it was like they were playing a VHS on their TV, and in the YouTube video, mm-hmm. you could see them like press play on the VHS, and it was a <sighs> like a the their their camcorder, and it's like some shitty little high eight, like old school like tape camcorder. It's like <sighs> just pointed at a TV screen. And it's recording the TV screen, and then somehow they got that like posted a to fish YouTube tank or something. <laughs> like, so yeah, so everything sounds like the, like all the stereo was underwater, and we're just watching this. Like, okay, is it? Are they at the ghost town yet? Is the guy going to start killing people yet? Like, what is happening? Yeah. And then we're like, oh yeah, and then we got to go podcast about this for a half an hour when you can sum up this entire movie in about five seconds. Oh,
1: rough. Yeah. That was a real twiddling Pretty our thumbs bad. episode. Like, all right. All right uh.
0: <laughs> so that's a perfect example of like what well, we're trying not to steer clear of that or a robot jock situation. Fucking robot jocks. Yeah, but even <laughs> but I even came to the <laughs> table loving that one. So like, I don't
1: think we've had anything where we've out now. Even even though I didn't like Kodachrome, it wasn't so bad that like mm-hmm. I. I, I was like, I wasn't furious. I mean, well, maybe
0: actually, I, maybe I kind of was for that. one. <laughs> Every time I say the F word now on the show, David, I'm just trying to get Jordan to say the F word.
2: Which is funny. I'm a potty mouth outside of this. I curse like a <laughs> sailor. But yeah, just I guess <laughs> not, on, not on the Some show. Some of the early
0: episodes
1: of this show, I think we let him fly a lot more. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. Are we maturing? Is that what's happening? Because <laughs> that—that
0: Uh, we're not maturing. We just like suddenly find ourselves in a position without corporate sponsors. So like, fucking, you know, <laughs> the we the trains off the tracks. David, do whatever you want. <laughs> we we'll say whatever you want. <laughs> um, okay. um, oh, then, and, yeah. <laughs> uh, which brings us to: we all watched the same movie for the staff pick. We all buckled down and supposedly got through Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022 on Netflix. <laughs> It's Old Man Leatherface. It's a direct sequel to the original. And you think it's going to go the way Halloween kills goes, but then they kind of make they make a mockery of Halloween kills like um I'm going to say it right off the top, like they bring back one of the original survivors from the first movie and you think, "Oh, she's going to be like obsessed with Leatherface. She's going to kill Leatherface. They're going to do this thing like they did with Laurie Strode and <laughs> what's her name in in mm-hmm. the Halloween kills movies?" And then they kind of make fun of Halloween kills because yeah. no Spoiler alert! The survivor gets a chainsaw to the chest, and she doesn't kill Leatherface. And you're like, oh, it's kind of like they made a joke out of it. That's pretty it, cool.
1: It felt very much like the Simpsons' Shining episode. Like Willie comes to save the day and <laughs>
0: just dies. <laughs> chainsaw. Oh man. And and uh, I don't know how you guys feel about the cancel culture thing on the bus where he's like, you're canceled, bro. Chainsaw, chainsaw, yeah. chainsaw, chainsaw. Uh, like, I like thought I mean, the movie was, was good up
2: until that point though. I was like, oh, this has actually yeah. had me like kind of jumping a little bit. And there was some cool imagery where I was like, okay, that's... Fucked up, right? That's scary. Right. And then all of a sudden, they're on the bus, and it, it's a completely different movie. It took a turn. I was like, okay, interesting. Where'd what? Exact, too time it felt very like too much? Was it
0: like it just lost the like realism for you? Up, or like... And then
2: it, yeah, and then it lost like kind of the spook factor and like the scariness oh. once they started doing like the whole cancel culture scene on the bus it, like everyone's videotaping him and then it goes into this like social media thing being brought into it and then the carnage began right. too. well maybe, see, I, thought maybe I'm were, twisted because I thought that,
0: that, was, that was really was funny i like why I, I thought that was really funny when they were like making a joke about like everybody's canceled and then like it's not that so, it wasn't funny i just secret? was
2: like oh okay i didn't realize this is and dave i probably just didn't pick up on like the the hints
0: but you know,
1: in all fairness, like this is this is just perfect timing. But like South Park, literally this week, the newest episode was about a bunch of young uh, hipster people from the city coming into a town and taking it over. So it was just weird. Day after, so like funny. literally one day after, day after another, I saw a very similar um, storyline. And in the South Park, they were mocking like everybody's
0: going out, like Pilates, Pilates, Cortada.
1: LaQua, oh yeah. So
0: Dave's talking about the plot device now. What sets off Leatherface from his retirement is he's living in a house that was his orphanage. I don't know. It's if clearly not.
1: Gonna, there's there's plot not His relative. It's clearly not an
0: aunt, a cousin, a mother, or a sister mother. It's not anybody related to him from his crazy family. And uh, but she's like, I have the deed to my house, so this is not part of your land grab that you have here. Because some people come in and they're like, re- they're like, uh, mm-hmm. gonna renovate this little town or whatever, and. They've bought most of their properties there, and there's a dispute over whether or not the new owners have the deed to this lady's house. She's like, oh no, I squared it away at the at the bank or whatever. Leatherface is upstairs in his bedroom, just kind of, I don't know, uh, you know, Chill sitting there up. meditating, just you know, <laughs> <philosophizing>, <laughs> you know, being a little I'm philosopher about the, the clouds. <laughs> he comes down to the stairs to see what the hubbub is, and it's like, oh man. You know, they mess with his caretaker, and then he's like snapping wrists and stabbing deputies. <laughs> you know, like he's he's you know gets back to work or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. after that back injury, he's tired of lifting teenagers up. You know, hurt his back and was laid up for thirty years on disability. But he's like, all right, I'm coming back into action. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, out, like you I'm not I'm like a diehard. Uh, I'm not a diehard Leatherface dude, or like takes his chance on. Like, there's fans online that are just like, this is just like the last Skywalker. Like, we got to talk about this. This is not my Leatherface. I'm like, they're going really hard. I'm like, to me, it's like it's a fun movie and it does everything that a Leatherface movie is supposed to do. So I don't I don't see the hubbub. You know, I honestly Uh, love
1: this movie. I I couldn't believe like I was because I'd seen a lot of negative stuff online going into Mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And it's people who don't understand what they're getting into. Like, I'm sorry, but like I've always joked that like Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Halloween are having a duke out to like best original movie versus awful sequel after sequel. This is one that like, yes, it's stupid. And yes, it has plot holes you can drive a truck through. But at the end of the day, I signed (laughs) up for a movie that had a lot of gore and a lot of kids. And I got that. Yeah, it has some stupid elements to it. He's technically in his 70s or 80s. If you do the math and it's a direct sequel. But you know what? At the end of the day, like the gore factor, it was just, it, it, and it went down smooth. I mean, it was like less than eighty minutes. So I don't know, man. I, I don't get the hate on this movie.
0: Also, has some surprises towards the end that I think people are gonna like. One thing I always hated about the Texas Chainsaw Massacres was the cannibalism. I was never in, involved in the enjoying the cannibalism aspects of the story. Like they say, it's based on a, a family of. <laughs> I was just saying don't piss on Texas earlier but now like this thing is supposed to take place in Texas and it's supposed to be based on like a a family of crazy Texans that eat people but there was a Scottish family that like attacked people on the highway and supposedly inbred so that's like a story from Scotland mixed uh, like this whole thing seems like mean, just and... totally made up or whatever. Interesting. Um, but this movie's better than like the last four chainsaw sequels like the there was a remake and there was a sequel to the remake, then there was another remake, and there's one other in between that might have been a reboot, I'm not there, sure. There's been four but since young sort of leatherface 2003, deal.
1: or five, but, no, five with this one.
0: Look, um, he's the infamous chainsaw killer, the only other chainsaw that's famous in horror movies is a good guy chainsaw, it's Ash from the Evil Dead, but he actually isn't a necessarily a murderer, he kills monsters. Um... We're definitely going on a tangent here, Jordan. <laughs> like we're we're knee deep in the I muck like, right now in Chainsaw.
2: Well, cuz I've never seen any other sequels and I think I've only seen the original and then this would be mm. the sequel that I've seen. And yeah, the original yeah. always scared Good just thought. the shit out of me. So, and I loved that about it, but
1: yeah no it's very uh, i think you're doing fine there um a lot of people (laughs) love number two i'm not one of those people and then i think maybe i had
2: only seen a remake i'm just trying to figure out the one that i've seen it goes into the
0: city it goes into like dallas or houston and they stalk a radio host and then there's a guy whose kids were killed in the first movie and he's played by uh dennis hopper and he's like gets his own chainsaw and they go chainsaw to chainsaw and I, I think it's awesome. Like part two is still my all time favorite of all. Of them. I
1: might need to rewatch it. I, I think I, I did a marathon of these like
0: ten years ago, and that oh, we'll was, squeeze it know, in like somewhere, that. David. We'll squeeze it in. <laughs> I mean, I was I was think think we, we did number three, which is pretty
1: like, awful.
0: Here's <laughs> movies we need to see Jordan's reactions from, and we'll put a couple of movies on this list and be like, let's get a reaction from this movie. Let's
2: do it. Oh, you know what? I'm fine with you guys trying to put me to the test. Let's make it happen. Yeah.
1: Honestly, like, we've already covered some of the work. Like, if I really wanted to put you through the ringer, we've already covered <laughs> some stuff. So it's like, oh, man. <laughs>
0: huh. We'll figure it out. We'll talk it's about fair. being put through a ringer. We're about to go into a crazy month, because all the new month that's coming up is a series of episodes about this movie's crazy or criminal insanity. It's the real March Madness, not March Madness basketball. The real March Madness is movies with all crazy stuff. So that's going to happen, uh, on the next episode. Anybody Way more have any, interested
2: uh, in that than, uh, college what? basketball. So let's do it. Let's go.
0: Yeah. I'm game. Dave, want to say problem. something?
1: Do I? Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Join us next time when we're watching uh, fresh. We're not, like, well
0: we, in- well, we don't know because I got to talk to you guys about the lineup. We might be watching fresh, but they'll be oh, fresh that's, selected. That's all I can tell you, crazy movie.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dave's actually wearing a shirt. I love Texas, so nobody beat him up. All right? Good night. <laughs> Oh, really? I'm wearing Texas. <laughs> Dave, were you about to tell the audience you were wearing Sesame Street? Well, I am. (laughs) Everything I know, I learned on the streets. Sesame Street.
2: It's a funny shirt. I like it.